This is the Royal Tea Podcast, spilling it with queens, kings, and everything in between. The Royal Tea teaches and empowers young queer people of color through personal testimonies and connections in our local community of Phoenix and beyond. We serve, sip, and spill the latest tea so you can take action to care for yourself and those around you. Yeah, it's um, really interesting. I wonder, I mean, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not, you know, I'm not a psychoanalyst. I don't have any kind of degree or PhD in anything. But I wonder, and, and it's always been my personal belief, but I wonder, is it that people really just fear what they don't know? And if so, if, you know, you're... Um, uh, a darker skinned person or you quote unquote dress different or look sketchy, you know, um, maybe they are scared of that. And that is kind of the basis of some of this prejudice. However, you know, even something like COVID-19, we're, there's still a lot of things that are unknown about this. And so people want to blame other people, regardless of whether or not it's their fault um, for the disease, because finger pointing helps us feel better. Or, you know, it allows us to say, okay, well, it's something I didn't bring. I didn't start this. So you guys must have, or these people must have. And so I wonder if that kind of segregation is natural in human, you know, interactions, but obviously not a best practice. Um, honestly, from our conception as a race, I'm not a race, but a species, I feel like, you know, racism, all this, these different isms, nationalism, jingoism, it all stems from tribalism. And if you just look at, you know, some of the things that happened in, um, well, was it Rwanda? Mm. The movie Hotel Rwanda, that reminds me a lot of just like, you know, how one tribe was against another and they committed massacre because of, you know, these differences that they have. Like, we we really just go back to that, that base and that most... Uh, I, I wouldn't say, oh gosh, um, I wouldn't. How do you say prehistoric? No, no, I was it's like, yeah, like, like, like nomadic or like nomadic. just in, yeah. those that innate kind of human reaction. Yeah, you know, it's always the them against us kind of mentality, and I really want to find a way for humanity to evolve past that because it's just. It's ridiculous. I feel like we could have made so much progress in making everybody's lives better and, you know, being understanding and kind to one one another if we didn't just fall back to these isms. Um, and it's weird because <sighs> I'm, I don't know, like, I just get so frustrated sometimes that I get so overwhelmed just thinking about all these issues that we have in our country and, you know, little me trying to make a difference and trying to open up avenues for other people like me and, you know, try to make me feel, uh, people like me feel welcome in any community they go into because, you know, that wasn't always the case for me. I, it, it took me a lot of time to really get to where I'm at, where I'm comfortable with who I am. I used to hate being me, especially when I first entered the um, community when I was like around 17 or 18. I just noticed how differently I was, how different I was and how people kind of like, 
I don't know, categorized me in ways that I wasn't comfortable with. And, you know, it's just, it's been really um, a difficult journey. It's been a long journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been a long journey. I think, I mean, I think that um, every individual obviously has their own path to getting to where they need to be. And especially the more... um, complex intersections you have in your life you know okay i'm a black american and i'm Mm -hmm. lgbt and i'm a gamer and whatever it doesn't matter what they are but just kind of piling those up you know really gives you so many ways to go with it Mm -hmm. and not only that but it gives unfortunately it gives america specifically white america Mm -hmm. different ways to stereotype us or to put us into those boxes and so you know I mean, this is something that's maybe important to, you know, the T-Phoenix and their um, Phoenix metro area of people of color who identify as LGBT. And so it's just, it's a really interesting concept that even within the community, there is isms, you're, there are stereotypes mm-hmm. or archetypes that are happening that unfortunately affect us all. And mm-hmm. so I really want to ask, like, what do you as an individual person, what can you bring and promote um, educationally or you know, maybe um, through social media? What can you bring or promote to really bring more uh, education to uh, COVID-19 and like how it affects people in America that are minorities and people of color? Mm-hmm. Well, basically, I think I would definitely try to appeal more to their emo- uh, people's emotional state and just tell them like, hey, you know, I understand it's difficult. You know, everybody's been going stir crazy by being locked in the house for months on end. But you got to understand that if you're not willing to sacrifice your loved ones for the better of the country, you can't expect other people to sacrifice their loved ones so you can go and go to movies or go shopping or X, Y, and Z. If you're not willing to do that yourself, or if you're not willing to sacrifice your grandma or grandpa, why do you expect others to? Why do you find that you're at this level where you're not, you don't have to be expected to do anything, but everybody that you perceive below you is just like cannon fodder. That's not fair. And I I just want them to be able to put themselves in other people's shoes and other people's situations. Yeah, it sucks that you sit at home, but mo- a lot of people I know who are a little bit better off than me, they're working from home. They still have a job. They still have an income. A lot of people who worked in restaurants, a lot of people who worked in movie theaters and a lot of these other avenues, they don't have any employment at all right now they have no income coming in that stimulus check probably covered two or three bills and that was it i want to hear more don't you stay for a short break we'll be right back hey royalty listeners this is eli from the t phoenix i just wanted to take a moment to tell you about a new service that's being offered by the southwest center so the southwest center is now offering hiv teletesting So the center will walk you through the entire process from scheduling the appointment to doing the test itself and even reviewing the results. But the support does not stop there. The center will also connect you with the resources for the next steps moving forward. You're not just getting the test, but you're also getting a community of support. This service is available Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. in the comfort of your own home. So join us and leave stigma at your front door. 
To set up your appointment, call the center at 602-307-5330 or email testing at swhiv.org to get your home testing kit. Again, call 602-307-5330 or email testing at swhiv.org. We're in this together and we are here for you. So, you know, they're at this wall and you're mad because you have to stay inside. Just like empathy. That's all I really want is empathy from people. Like empathize, try to push yourself in their situation, try to understand. Um, And especially when it comes to minorities, like, you know, just think of all the stuff we go through in the medical field anyways. So obviously, you know, people are not looking into the statistics of, you know, yeah, by average, more black people are dying from COVID-19 than other groups. And more Latino people are also dying from COVID-19 more. And that's because of uh, medical, uh, how do I explain it? You know, when uh, medical workers have a this notion not to believe the pain and struggling of minorities and, but they will believe their white, the white peers, everything that they say, like, Oh, you know, uh, Oh, you need help. Oh, you can't breathe. But you know, that's why like mortality with black women, when it comes to like pregnancy and childbirth is like abysmal compared to the white peers, because doctors don't believe black women when they say that they're in pain or, you know, they don't feel well and that they're struggling to do X, Y, and Z. And people don't understand just how deep these things play into the psyche of everybody. And it's not like people are intentionally going away. Oh, I want to make sure all these minorities die. It's just that, you know, they've been programmed from birth to believe, to not believe minorities when they say something is wrong. So my big takeaway is I really feel like people really need to put themselves in other people's shoes. This pandemic is affecting everybody, but more people are being, um, there's a certain group of people who are being more affected than others. And you got to understand, I would never ask anybody to sacrifice their loved ones or to sacrifice their life because of an inconvenience I'm um, suffering from. So I don't think that people should expect others to do that also. So basically just empathy and understanding uh, people who are less fortunate than you or in dire straits than you that can't leave their job because they have bills to pay that they, they don't have the, the luxury choice of staying home. So at least try your best to do things in a way that makes everybody safe and, you know, minimize the amount of sickness and death that is going around right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's really the biggest thing and the thing that we keep saying, but we keep, I think we keep saying, or we keep hearing in the media, but we're not really doing all the way is that stay home, stay safe, put on masks, put on gloves and get your loved ones to do it too. And if they don't need Mm -hmm. to go out, don't have them go out, you know, go out for them if they're in a weakened state or they have a pre-existing condition. Because like you said, 
I shouldn't have to sacrifice my family members because you chose not to. And that doesn't, that, that supersedes all race, all minority status. It's just, we love our loved ones and we want to keep them safe. And for the better community, of course, we also want to keep them safe. And that's part of what the T Phoenix does all the time is keeping the community safe, educated and aware. So, wow, that was a great talk. I want to thank you for your time and I appreciate you talking to us about kind of your insight on what's going on with COVID-19 and how it affects minorities. And we hope to have you back again soon. All right. No problem. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.